This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to Riffs on Riffs, where we explore the collision of original and sample tracks and the artists who made them. I'm your host, Joe Watson. I'm here with my dapper-looking co-host, Toby Braswell. What's up, Toby? Not much, man. What's going on with you? You know, another beautiful day in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I know you're, yeah, I know you're lying. <laughs> Keep talking. Well, maybe not today. <laughs> so together on this show, we listen to legendary tracks and the timeless but sometimes not so well-known songs that they sampled from. What are we listening to today? We are listening to none other than R&B icon Mariah Carey sing a track called Fantasy off her Daydream album released in 1995. This is one of six singles released that really marked a stylish, if not transformative change in her musical career. But before we get into all of that, let's talk about what track was sampled to create this hit. I cannot wait to get into this. I don't know what you're going to play, but I do know one thing. Is that we need more cowbell? <laughs> we always need more cowbell. <laughs> No, I have a feeling we're about to hear some genius. I know exactly what you mean, man. Let's rewind and take a listen to some of the inspiration behind Mariah Carey's hit. Rewind! Yeah. Yeah, for some reason this makes me want to pick up an old Nintendo system and <laughs> start playing A, B, A, up, down, up, down, <laughs> left, right, left, right, 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 right. So this is Tom Tom Club's Genius of Love from their self-titled 1981 album. This group was formed by a husband and wife team of Tina Weymouth and Chris France. It was kind of more of a side project from their main band, Talking Heads. Okay, okay, two, two things here, Joe. Two things, okay? I can only wish that my side projects were this uh, productive. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. And the second thing, I all, I'm always fascinated by where these groups get their names from. Sure. Okay, Tom Tom Club. So either you're like a cult of drum enthusiasts. Mm, it's like a it's like a cult for Tom and Jerry fans and yeah. Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> it's got to be something, There's a man. Jerry Jerry Club, too, just in case you were wondering. Is there? No, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> Is there? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Well, you know, regardless, this group, uh, as far as their name is concerned, the group was actually named after the dance hall club that they rehearsed in while staying in the Bahamas. And I like to think that Chris France, who is a drummer, actually played a part in naming the band. So I guess that makes me somewhat right. Yeah. However you slice it, there's one thing that's certain. This was 100% a hit. So Tom Tom Club was composed of several members from their parent group, the Talking Heads. Uh, the Heads wanted to kind of, like you said, take a break from touring and music, and so, hey, let's go to the Bahamas. That sounds fun. Sounds like a great place for a Kit Kat break to me. And and here's the other thing. Jules, when we go on break, I want, tell Deloya to send us to the Bahamas, please. Yeah, I think, yes. <laughs> tell him. We should do, yeah, we should do some remote recording out there, we too. We should definitely that do that. That would be fun. Oh, why don't we just stop this and, like, go there now? <laughs> like, absolutely. 
Interestingly enough, taking a break is the one thing that Chris and Tina didn't do. They were like, hey, let's keep experimenting. Let's keep exploring this new wave sound that has kind of taken over everything. Or they were kind of inventing at the time, I guess. Absolutely. Well, Genius of Love was a hit that charted on both the disco and the billboard charts. Let's listen to some of the other singles that came from the first Tom Tom Club release. This song here is called Wordy Rapping Hood. I don't see you chair dancing. Uh. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a song that's got limited limited replay value. Maybe it's just me and the generation I'm from, but uh, it, innovative for sure. Yeah. But another single that released from the first album was a cover of the Drifters hit, Under the Boardwalk. Now, I, I do love this song. Yeah, I can get into this one. Okay, let's take a listen to this one. When your shoes get so hot, you wish you're tired. There we go. It does sound like they're in the Bahamas on this one. It does. So that's a couple of the other hits from the Tom Tom Club's self-titled first release. Joe, I don't know about you, but I always think it's cool to kind of see how music has evolved over time. Absolutely. It certainly has its own history. And Let's take another listen to Genius of Love, and then we can get into how many people have sampled it. And trust me, there's a list. I mean, this is simple. It's catchy, though. I'm having a little chair dancing going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you're not the only one to appreciate the Tom Tom Club's genius. That song we just listened to, Genius of Love, has been sampled 148 times by artists in hip-hop and R&B. And first, let's take a listen to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde's Genius Rap, which was released off their 81 album, Champagne of Rap. Okay, hey, this is my song right here. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for my line. That's my line. <laughs> we make a bald man head curl. Listen, listen. If I had known that just listening to this song could make my hair curl, I, it could have saved me a lot of money and put Hair Club for Men out of business. What I love about this group, uh, Andre Harrell, was half of the group. You know, obviously, he's Dr. Jekyll, and he actually was the CEO of Uptown Records and is known for discovering Puffy and also signing really? Mary J. Blige. Yeah, so this is this guy is the man, okay? He was only with the group for about a good seven years. Then he went off to do bigger and better things. That's very cool. I did not know that. So you brought this sample up. I see your sample, and I'm going to raise you one. Oh, it's, it's like that, huh? Yeah, oh, it's definitely like that. All right, bring it. Right, game on. I know you can't forget Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Fives, It's Nasty, released in 1982. Let's get into that. Ooh, we got a little extras in yeah, there. Yeah, you got a little... Yeah. Well, they had to make it a little extra, so just a year after right. Dr. Jekyll and, and Hyde's, right? All right, so that's so good. It's nasty. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, I got one for you. Hit uh, me. Check out this. Now, look, I know you know this one. You you know I do. I, yeah. 96, written and recorded by British R&B singer Mark Morrison. This is Return of the Mac. Oh, so good. Yes, I cry. Yes, I cry. Ha, ha. Yeah, we're both dancing this one. 
I'm telling you, this is the perfect song. It's what you listen to after a girl broke your heart. She broke your heart, you listen to this, and you're good. At least for those next, like, four minutes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, what's interesting about this one is that most of the songs that sample Genius of Love, you hear kind of the funky keyboards and synths that they're sampling. Here, Mark actually samples the drum break and slows it down. So first, let's take a listen to the Genius of Love drum break real quick. Okay. Look at that. Yeah, and so if we take that and we slow it down a little bit, then we get to the return of the Mac beat. Let's take a listen to that. Okay. Yes. Wow, look at that. So Return of the Mac went platinum. It was number one on the UK singles chart and number two on the US Billboard Hot 100 for one week. Toby, do you know what song it was behind in the U.S., why it never got to number one? No, I have no idea, man. Yeah, there was, a, there was some brothers named Hanson that had a song called Mbop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so can I talk about Hanson real quick? Please. Okay, This they're the single reason why shopping malls are no longer popular. Okay. <laughs> what? The single reason. Have you ever been to a mall where Hanson's running through? Have you ever done that? Have you ever been? I was in a mall in Columbus. Yeah. And the Hansons were getting ready to have a concert. At the mall? No, in that city. Oh. But they just happened to be at the mall. Oh. Okay. Girls were coming out of the woodwork. I have never seen. It was like the Beatles. It was ridiculous, screaming from across the mall. Wow. It's like when you go to the mall then. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Next song. No, next song. no, 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 no. We are going to listen to Mbop. Mm, just okay. the chorus. Sure, Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Humor me. See, you're grooving. I know you are. <laughs> yeah, Big Jules is grooving. Go ahead, Jules. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so unfortunately, Mark Morrison, uh, speaking to Return of the Mac, had kind of had lots of legal issues. Huh. But Burger King liked the tune, so they remixed it for... Return of the Mac and Cheetos. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Okay. Well, one thing that Mark also did was he hooked up with artists Nevada and Fetty Wap for a new version of the song called The Mac. And I think it's pretty awesome. And just like a lot of awesome songs, it's not getting nearly enough airplay. So let's get into that. Yeah, I do. I like this. Yeah, they flipped it. It's cool. Well, speaking of cool, if we're talking remakes of Return of the Mac, I like Man's version because it's got my man Snoop. And is there anybody cooler than Snoop? No. Let's listen to that. Let's do it. Take it to the top, now drop it down low. Link on my back, suited and booty, crimped out, pimped out. What would you do if you was me? Would you hop on a freak while you bop to the beat? Now we can take it. I've never heard this. I like it. It's good. Yeah, this is nice. And, and can Snoop just say anything, anything. And, make, and make it sound cool? He's like the Gladys Knight of rap, right? <laughs> I could listen to Snoop rap the phone book. I, 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 I'm digging that. I'm digging <laughs> that. Thank you, sir. You made me chuckle. I appreciate it. All right. Well, 
Tobe, I know you're a big fan of Redman, so I think he sampled Genius of Love, right? Reggie, Redman, a.k.a. Reggie Noble, did indeed have a song sampling this called Brick City Mashin' off his 1998 platinum album, Doc's the Name 2000. The song was produced by Eric Sermon, a.k.a. the Green Eye Bandit from EPMD, uh, who also discovered Redman and gave him a start. So, hey, let's get into that. This is my track. Brick City Mashin', freak that, smoke that. Oh. One of the best who ever did it. One of the best. I do like this track. So let's keep it going, man. Uh, and you have anybody else uh, you want to bust out with? Ooh, I like that segue. You like that? Yeah. How about some Busta Rhymes? Ooh, in here we go. In fact, a song called One that was released in 97 and features... Erica Badu. Okay. All right. Let's get it. What I'm going to do with Erica Badu. I'm oh, I remember this song. What do you consider fun? Fun. Natural fun. I said, well, I'm going to do with my man Buster Rhymes. I'm going to have some fun. What do you consider fun? Fun. So what I paid attention to the first time I heard it was a Stevie Wonder sample in the background, right? What the world needs is love, yeah. you know. But now listening to it, you know, doing research, we hear that same thing. What are you going to do when you get out of, you know, fun? That, what is what is this fun, natural fun? It, oftentimes the question that proceeds is, what are you going to do when you get out of jail? <laughs> you know, fun. Isn't that what got you in jail in the first place is having, you know, do, uh, <laughs> isn't that what? Yeah. Maybe we don't need to have so much fun. Maybe you need to go ten and two. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> keep it, keep it in between the lines. In between the lines. You need a color in the margins. You, 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 you. No. What's unnatural fun? Hey, hey. I don't know. I don't. Know. All right. <laughs> I don't and know. also, can we just for a second talk about Erica Badu's Baduism album that came out three times platinum, right? Yeah. In '97, I think it came yep. out. Yeah. That song on and on. It won the female R&B vocal performance Grammy, and the album won best R&B album Grammy. So. And that track, Next Lifetime, I know you've got a story. It we is, all have a story I, we about all that do. track, we right? All do. Like, that, I feel like that album was, it's one of those albums we talked about, it was just everywhere. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. I mean, it was at the perfect time, you know? And if you look at it, uh, Badu and there's other artists like D'Angelo, Bilal, yeah. and Maxwell, they all really helped usher in that neo-soul movement in music. Uh, it's just a more organic approach to the R&B sound. Uh, let's get into our next feature track and talk about another musical genius and one who has been the subject of many a fantasy, Miss Mariah Carey, 1995 track, Fantasy. Let's take a listen to that. Her voice is unmistakable, right? It, it, absolutely. All five octaves. Very <laughs> true. All right, so that was Fantasy, which is off of Mariah Carey's fifth album, entitled Daydream, released in 1995. It's the second single to debut at number one on the Billboard charts and first by a female artist. Do you know what uh, the first song to debut at number one was? It actually happened only a, a couple weeks prior. No, I'm not familiar. It, it kind of made history. It's actually uh, off of Michael Jackson's history album. Huh. You Are Not Alone, which oh, wow. was written by R. Kelly. And Well, let's listen to that. I didn't know R. Kelly wrote this. You did. Wow. Apart, 
the story was, uh, you know, he was going through some stuff and Michael was going through some stuff. So they kind of bonded over that. And then uh, Michael, he was married to Lisa Marie Presley at the time. And they made that sort of weird video where they're kind of half naked in their own surreal fantasy sequence. But anyway, uh, yeah. let's get back to Mariah's <laughs> fantasy. Uh, fantasy topped the singles charts for eight weeks in the U.S. It was a top five hit in several countries. Talking specifically about the sample of Genius of Love, this was a Mariah quote. She said, I was listening to the radio and I heard Genius of Love, and I hadn't heard it in a long time. It reminded me of growing up and listening to the radio, and the feeling the song gave me seemed to go with the melody and basic idea that I had had for fantasy. I initially told Dave, who was co-writer and producer Dave Jam Hall, about the idea, and we did it. We called up Tom Tom Club, and they were really into it. Mariah actually made her directorial debut for this video. She was uh, unhappy about the previous videos and wanted more control. So it opens up with a creepy clown shot, but thankfully ODB takes care of that in a remix. Ties the clown to a phone yeah. pole. Uh, yeah. yeah, she definitely, yeah, I, I, I like that part. Somebody had to do it, so <laughs> somebody, I'm glad. Right. Somebody you. got to do it. Thank you, ODB. <laughs> right. So Mariah was at this point in her career where, she, again, she wanted to take more control. She wanted to appeal to the hip-hop crowd. The record company was a little bit leery of tying her to ODB, which I get. <laughs> do you? I don't generally think of Mariah as like a hip-hop artist, do you? Okay, so you have to think about Mariah Carey when you think about hip-hop, right? Because MC is in the name. Okay, MC, oh, Mariah okay. Carey. Right. Okay, that's first reason. Second reason, do you know how many artists that she's, how many rappers she's actually collaborated with? No idea. Over 50. Really? Over 50. Wow. And the names are are silly. We're talking uh, Busta Rhymes, Rick Ross, Jay-Z, Ja Rule, Nicki Minaj, Meek Mills. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. Well, I stand corrected. Yeah. So there you have it. Stuck the dismount. <laughs> you did. <laughs> the Bad Boy remix with ODB, which actually uh, Puff Daddy produced, uses the bridge from Genius of Love as the chorus. So Puff moved it around a little bit. Let's listen to that Bad Boy chorus. Let's do it. And Mariah said that this Bad Boy remix actually accounts for over half of the sales of the song Fantasy, which is kind of cool. That's crazy. Um, let's talk a little bit about ODB here. <laughs> I love, first of all, how he he wants to make sure that everyone is in the house when we when we get this song going. So let's just listen because it, 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 it cracks me up. I, wanna, I just want to <laughs> listen to this real quick. Yo, no. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Uh huh. Boogie down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sacramento, Sacramento okay. Okay, all right, keep going. Oh, oh the whole coast. Whole coast. Japan. Now we gotta go to the East Coast. The far East Coast. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it covered everybody there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He's inclusive. He's inclusive. He's inclusive. And then, in true sort of only, only way he could do it, this scattered fashion, he. I swear he's shouting out like at least four, maybe even six other tracks in this one verse. So first, <laughs> let's listen to this verse, and then I'm gonna like kind of break down what I think he's he's shouting out here. Okay, right? hit so me. let's let's listen to the verse first. Jump, jump, let me see you do the stop. Girls, let me see you shake your rump. Yeah. Fellas, get it from the back and pump. Let's do it, do it, do the whole country. I'm a little bit of rock. I don't stole the soul. Big letters all big and bold. All right, so first we have Criss Cross, Jump. So let's listen to that. Jump, jump. Let me see you do the stomp. Girls, let me see you shake your rump. Fellas, get it from the back and pump. Let's do it, do it, do it, do the whole 
This is probably stretching it because I know in the song he actually says stump and not stomp, but it's ODB, so who knows really, right? Yeah, that's true then. Maybe he's calling out the Brothers Johnson stomp. Regardless, Hmm. I love these guys, and I will take every chance to play a snip of one of their tunes. So let's listen to Stomp from the Brothers Johnson. Let's do it. Let's do it. And if you don't feel like skating with this song, stop it. (laughs) If you don't feel like skating with stop it. Stop it. Come on now. I'm going to listen to this song. There's a reason. All right, so next we're going to shake our rump. So obviously we know what's coming, Tobe. What's coming for that? Rex and effects. <laughs> the right. rump shaking, man. The video plays in my brain <laughs> on replay. Let's go. So now we're going to do the hump, which of course would be Digital Underground's Hump to Dance. Let's do it. I even got my own dance. Yeah. yeah, my son loves this song, boy. I love this song. Everybody loves this song. This song go hard. Coming up next is where ODB kind of takes a sharp turn, right? <laughs> We're going little Donnie Marie Osmond. We'll go a little bit country, a little he, bit rock and roll. He's inclusive. He's in, right, <laughs> from the West Coast of Japan. He's inclusive. Let's play that. I'm a little bit country. And I'm a little bit rock and roll. Get it, Donnie. Those two are talented, for sure. A re- yeah, for sure. You ain't lying. And then finally, he says, ODB says he sold a soul, which could be a lot of things, um, but maybe he's referencing the Temptations sold a soul. So let's, hmm. again, if you can listen to the Temps, why wouldn't you take that opportunity? Uh, let's, let's do it. So yeah, maybe I'm just reading way too much into that one verse, but anyway, I thought it was cool. I also like how Puff does a callback to the opening line that we were talking about earlier, that whole genius of love. What you gonna do when you get out of jail? Let's listen to how Puff treats it. I mean, I don't know. That would be first on my list to go do a remix, but yeah, you understand. Puff is like he wanted to be like the rapping version of Stan Lee. Anything that he touches, he's got to be on it somehow, some way. You know, so he, he he's got to be in there some way. Rest in peace. Stan. Rest in peace, Stan. Rest in peace. All right, let's take a quick listen to how they do the whole jail part in Genius of Love. They're not doing remixes. <laughs> Unless that's natural fun. Right, right. So in listening to this Genius of Love track again, this type of music always evokes, what, a lot of memories, just outside of hearing it back in the day, though. And I was wondering why that was the case until I did some research on this episode. And this song reminds me of the famous hip hop influence kids show called Yo Gabba Gabba. And it all made sense because one of the characters on Yo Gabba Gabba is Mark Mothersbaugh. Really? And Mark was one of the founding members of that new wave group called Devo. Which Devo. Was Devo. It's famous for songs like Whip It. Now, we got to play yeah, that. Yeah, got to play it now. Okay. So, I think I know why you're feeling that vibe from Yo Gabba Gabba. So, let's dig into 
more of the history and kind of the background of Yo Gabba Gabba for our bonus material. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so Yo Gabba Gabba debuted in August of 2007. It's obviously a kid's show, but more than that, it's kind of a fascinating blend of new wave and hip-hop and actually a bunch of musical styles. So first, let's start with a theme song, which blends kind of this hip-hop beat with some new wave sounds. This brings back so many memories. This actually sounds like they're in the Bahamas too, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yo, Gabba Gabba! Muno! You're right! He's tall and friendly! Fufa! She's pink and happy! Roby! Whoa! A little green one! My son used to watch this show all the time. Like, literally. I used to fall asleep on the couch when he's watching this show. Is this good? Is this a good thing? Yeah, it was great, man. The show, it, it's, it was one of those love-hate things, yeah. right? At first, I absolutely hated it. And then I was like, you know what? They're actually talking about something. The show is actually very well done. Very, very well done. It's kind of got a cool history. Basically, these two dads were watching TV and realized that the kids' shows were terrible, right? So <laughs> they raised, I think, like 150 grand from friends and family and said, let's go shoot a pilot of this show, which on their own, which is awesome. And then I got picked up by a producer somewhere that said, you're right, this is awesome. And they gave him free reign and said, go for it, which I just think is, I mean, good on them for doing it, right? Well, you know, the one thing I really respect about the show, and you're only going to find this after really, really watching the show, is that all of the artists are really artists sure. on the show. So Lance Robertson, a.k.a. DJ Lance Rock, the show's host, is a real-life DJ and musician. One of the show's co-creators, Christian Jacobs, is the founding member of the band Aquabats. And they were always on that show. They were on that show all the time. They originally started out in Cali as a satirical punk band, but eventually moved to ska and then began to incorporate new wave elements in their music. The Aquabats toured with bands like No Doubt and Sublime. It even featured a young Travis Barker really? as a drummer for a while before he left to do Blink-182. Now that's cool. It is very cool. Uh, as you mentioned before, Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo uh, had a big part in the show. He actually did a regular skit as the art teacher. But really, the musical guests that appeared on Yo Gabba Gabba have run the gamut. Fantastic list. Yeah, everyone from Mostaf to Lil Wayne and The Roots, Weezer, Jimmy Eat World, Joy Zipper, My Chemical Romance. I mean, that's just a small sample, but there's been a ton of musical guests on the show. Biz Markie even did a Beat of the Day Biz segment. Biz Yeah. You say he's just a friend, Biz <laughs> Yes, the man. That's the man. So he's initially asked to do a dancey dance routine for the show, but apparently he's got a bad back, so he couldn't do that. I feel your pain, brother. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So he offered to teach kids how to do a beat instead and became a regular skit. So let's check that out. Hey, kids, this is Super Biz, and I got a super beat for you to do. Super, 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 super beat. Super beat. Okay, try it one more He's like time. The real life super, cookie super, monster, super, right? Super, <laughs> maybe that's why I love him. If we were not on the air, I would be trying this right now. <laughs> There's nothing stopping you, buddy. So, Toby, I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed because we have not yet made a Bootsy Collins reference in the show. Well, if you're gonna tell me that uh, that that magic yellow robot is Bootzilla <laughs> in disguise, I'm leaving like no, right now. Oh, my friend, as amazing as that would be, I'm afraid that's not true. Have no fear though, because Bootsy did indeed bring the party and the funk to Yo Gabba Gabba. And do you know who else joined him? Mm, what Bismarcky? Sure. 
Questlove? Questlove on drums? Yes, sir. Let's do it. But uh, remember how we were talking about Erica Badu earlier? Yeah. Yeah, she sings on this track too, believe it or You're not. You're joking. No. So crank this one up because it's actually a pretty fun tune called We're Going to Party Today. <laughs> I may actually put this on my playlist somewhere. Here's Erica. So good. Yeah, it is. I don't know if you knew this. We flew right by an even more obvious Bootsy reference on the Genius of Love track. We did? We did. In fact, they call him out by name. Come on, let's take a listen. We got it. Yeah, yeah. we got to hear that. There it is. Oh, wow. You, you got to be amazed by all the crazy connections that happen on this show. Absolutely. Seriously. Absolutely. Well, that just about wraps up this episode. Today, we listened to our featured tracks, Genius of Love by Tom Tom Club and Fantasy by Mariah Carey, and lots of stuff in between. So, Tob, what do we have coming up next? I have a feeling that next episode, we're going to come to the crossroads. Oh. Might hear some footsteps in the dark, but one thing is for sure— It'll be a good day. Well, hip-hop hooray, my friend. That sounds fun to me. <laughs> hey, don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Listen to all the episodes. <laughs> Till then, thanks for joining us on Riffs on Riffs. We'll leave you with a Talking Heads song that also features Chris France and Tina Weymouth from Tom Tom Club and was inspired by a Parliament Funkadelic concert, believe it or not. This is Burning Down the House. Enjoy. Riffs on Riffs is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thanks to executive producers, Joan Andrews and Michael D'Aloya. Producer, Julie Fink. Audio engineers, Eric Coltnow and Dave Shaw. And audio director, Michael Seifert. You can listen to more episodes of Riffs on Riffs by finding us on iTunes, Stitcher, or visit evergreenpodcast.com. And don't forget, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave us an iTunes review. It really helps. I'm your host, Joe Watson. And I'm Toby Braswell. Thank you for listening to Riffs on Riffs. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Mods to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. This podcast was produced with the support of the Ohio Motion Picture Tax Credit and in partnership with the Ohio Development Services Agency.